0: Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy through relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Emily, a certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that, hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now taking the time to pursue and accelerate your faith-led self-love journey. Now let's get to work. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We have a very special guest episode today because one of my friends is on the podcast. I think this is the very first time I've had a friend. I've had my family and I've had Gunnar, but I've never had a friend on the podcast. So yay. Welcome, Alana, to the podcast. How are you? Introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be
1: here. Uh, my name's Alana. I know Emily from Brownies when we were <laughs> in like kindergarten. Yeah, She's amazing, and I'm a fellow listener. Hey. And about myself, a quick introduction, like an icebreaker in class. Um, I currently just finished my master's degree to be a teacher, and I'm finishing up my student teaching and then amazing. figuring out the rest of my life.
0: We love it. We love it. Um, a couple things i want to mention that i love about alana she is a goal tracer goal goal go getter, a dream chaser she um paired in france one summer like who does that besides alana like that is so cool um she has a lot of creativity uh she loves to be expressive in her outfits and her hairstyles and she's just overall a bundle of joy always smiling but one of the other things that I love about Alana so much that I'm actually, we're here to talk about today on the podcast is how vulnerable she is and how willing she is to share her heart with me um, and meet me where I'm at in our conversations and our friendships. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about vulnerability and friendships, how it's valuable, the benefits that it can bring, um, if you can be just vulnerable with everybody or if you're kind of selective. So Yeah. All right. Let's just jump right into it. I'm going to ask you first what you think the value of being vulnerable is. So like why you share so openly with me specifically or with the other people that you share so openly with and does it come naturally to you? So was this like kind of intrinsic since birth or was it something you learned over time? Okay. Well, first I want to say thank you for all those
1: compliments. I'll probably, I'm already tearing up, but when I listen back, I will i will appreciate even more. I'm a big words of affirmation person. So yeah. I appreciate it. And genuinely same to you. You have such great energy. We match each other's energy. We do. Very well. We do. So I would say that for me, it comes kind of naturally. And I think I'm at the point in my life right now where I truly feel like if somebody else isn't happy with how I am, I know that I'm putting my best foot forward. Mm -hmm. And that comes with conversations, being friendly, being open. I think the biggest factor is getting over potential fear of embarrassment. Mm -hmm. If you go into situations, someone's going to think I'm so weird or I'm doing too much right now or i'm getting these looks then it will hold you back from being your true self yeah and i think a lot of people want to be vulnerable but they don't know how to they feel like they have to censor what they say by who they're around (laughs) uncensored i know was coming (laughs) yeah but i just think like i want to be the type of person that people want to call when there's a problem want to be around want to talk to because I hope in turn for that, that they do the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's also, I think a big part of, especially early college into early like 20s and adulthood, you're kind of creating this new world for yourself in a sense where you're maybe meeting new people for the first time or sparking new interests or trying to learn new skills that are gonna set you up for later in life and discovering who you are and what you really want out of this life and what you enjoy. and I think the part where we start to censor ourselves is when we have that fear that's holding us back of embarrassment or rejection or whatever, whatever it may be. But um, me personally, I don't know if vulnerability necessarily came naturally. I think it was definitely something I had to build over time, especially as I used to be, and I think you can relate to this, like a chronic people pleaser, like I yeah. just wanted to do yeah. the right thing in everyone else's eyes. But over time, it's like, okay, well, I'm doing the best that I can, so that still stands true. I don't have to people please my way into it. I can still just do the best I can and want to be a loving person and care for others and do things, but also kind of figure out where I fit into the picture too, because I, you know, I'm in the driver's seat Then, if people please it or not, I'm. It's, it's still me making the choices. So I think vulnerability for me had to be learned and a big part of it kind of just came with acknowledging that I don't have to internalize everyone else's opinions of me. So like, mm-hmm whether they lash back out at me or they say, Oh, that's stupid. Or if they question it, even something that may seem so innocent, they're just curious about it. I think when we live to please people, then everything that ever is around us ends up being internalized and we say, Oh, I'm the problem. It's me. It's only me. It's all Mm -hmm. on me. I have to bear it all. Um, But I think a big part of vulnerability comes with letting that go and just knowing that no one defines me externally and I don't have to take hold and ownership of every single word that's ever spoken about me over my life. So,
1: Yeah, I think that really we are are, are our own worst enemies. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we might be thinking, you know, it's so easy, yes, with people pleasing, but also just conversations one-on-one in groups to go back home and say, why did I say that? What did I say? And when I find myself doing that, which luckily I don't that much, I'm very thankful for that. I immediately just tell myself, I can assure you, I say this to myself, that they didn't think that that was ridiculous. And it's almost like you're creating a worse situation if you say, why did I say that? Or I shouldn't have opened up like that, or I shouldn't have done that. Because how I guide my life and what I truly believe in is that if you are energetic and vivacious and fun, and even if you're a little bit shy, that's okay. Whatever you truly are, whether mm-hmm. it's outgoing or not, if you just stick to who you are and you let people see that, they might. you might not always get instant gratification. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is so hard with yeah. being vulnerable is some people don't know how to reciprocate or don't know how to take it. And they just say, all right. Yeah, We're like, yeah, got it. And that maybe we can segue into like friendships because being vulnerable is two-sided. You have to yes. think who do I, who am I vulnerable with and how are they going to react? Mm-hmm. And if they don't react well, then am I going to keep them around and, and kind of dealing with that?
0: Yeah, yeah. So before we get into the friendships, because I definitely yeah. yeah. want to do that, Um, something that you said reminded me of a quote. Um, I don't remember which specific word that you said, but it also actually, it does tie into friendship too, but it kind of talks about um when you're vulnerable like you run the risk of being misunderstood i don't know how the the quote exactly mm-hmm. goes but like that's the price you pay for like genuine connection with people and if you're not running the risk of being misunderstood then you're also running the risk to like not have that love in your life um it's like you kind of have yes. to give of yourself a little in order to let people in because if you're not like showing who you are at all to anybody like who you truly are not like who your friends or who the people in your life want you to be yes then you're not opening up that door for like people to truly know you and why wouldn't you want people to know you because you want to know them um and it reminded me a couple weeks ago i met with a new friend and she was fabulous like the time we spent together was beautiful like there's really no reason to question anything but i went home and as my mind does i overthink and i was like that one thing i said did i say it wrong or that one thing i didn't say why didn't i say that or the one thing i said like why did i say it like that and i literally had tangible evidence that it went totally fine in the text that she sent to me after we met because i text her like thanks for meeting," whatever yeah she said that was so amazing and i'm looking forward to spending more time together and i was like duh it's right in front of me like i'm totally cool like why am i replaying all these moments that don't even matter because i mean and not always you're gonna you're not always gonna get that gratification like you said like you're not gonna always gonna have that proof but i think we just have to assume the best because otherwise we will always default to the worst or the mediocre and why would you want to default to the mediocre when you can default to oh the best you know what I mean um and I also really like to live by the rule of like if someone doesn't tell me something then it's not true you know what I mean like if something's just existing in my mind you don't create the problem That it might not even be there yeah Yeah. um but I do want to get back to friendships so yeah what's your opinion on that yeah we can segue to that um so I think that Usually,
1: I in high school. I guess we'll start from there. I wanted to be friends with everybody. I felt like everyone I could be friendly with in the hallway, say hi to everybody, have two hundred streaks, be like, you know, social butterfly. You genuinely and, were a social butterfly. Yeah, that that, but that we, was the goal.
0: I saw it. Well, I think everyone else you're, saw you're it. You're not well.
1: too shy yourself. so <laughs> Yes, we both. Yeah. We had we had our our large amount of friends, but. I think that it wasn't, I didn't do it in order to like, feel like, oh, I want to be popular. It was mm. never that. And I never yeah. really, that wasn't never the vibe that
0: Yeah. That's not what you were giving yeah, off. Yeah. I
1: wasn't, but I just truly think like, I like people. Mm-hmm. I like to be around people. I think everybody has a story. I think most people are genuinely good. There are some yeah. people who aren't, but mm-hmm. you have to let them prove that to you after. Yeah. I like to give people the benefit of I the like doubt that, that they're good. Yeah. So, you know, everyone says naturally with time, your friends are going to fade. You're going to have less. Yes. It will because you're going to go to college or go on to work or do whatever. Mm-hmm. But even all the new people I meet, I always try, and I know you do the same, to just be genuinely friendly, talk to them about how I'm actually feeling. It's so easy. Say, yeah, I'm good. Everything's fine. And then, like, the person will, you'll notice they'll kind of walk away. Yeah, And sometimes people genuinely struggle with expressing themselves and not wanting to feel annoying. That is so much of the biggest problem with friendships and connections is like, I meet someone for the first time, they ask how I'm doing. Do I wanna go dump all of my issues onto them? No. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, like learning, for me, I say, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna tell them how I am. I'm gonna try to form that connection, build off each other, find what we have in common. And if they run with that, that's a friend. If they don't, then I don't have hate. I yeah. truly don't have hate. Yeah. And that's
0: just a person. I love that. Hate is an epidemic. I, it's it's so bad. It's plagued our society entirely. And so is unforgiveness. And I don't know. I want to kind of share this story because I think it will help you guys too that are listening. So Alana and I have been friends, like you said, since kindergarten. We met each other in Girl Scouts and, you know, we had our little Crafts and brownie times. We crossed the bridge from like Aww, <laughs> from yeah. daisies to, to brownies together. Yeah. Like um, we've took French like every single day together in high school. We've <laughs> kept in touch through college, but there was a point in our friendship, um, a few probably like two years ago, and it was when I had first started nursing school, and Alana was really reaching out to me, um, and I was just not in a place where I could be like available as much as I was in college, so me at the time i got now i would have communicated i think better but at the time i was kind of on like survival mode and i just kind of shut down um i stopped reaching out to you for a short time and then after a while i felt really bad about it and i was like this hurts me and i'm sure it's hurting Alana." so i reached back out and i was like hey i'm really sorry that this happened um do you want to hang out when i'm home or whatever went down and You were like, yeah, absolutely. So I think there's kind of this, when you have a a true friend, someone that you've known for a really long time, there's kind of this unspoken, like I'm always going to be here for you. And if you don't feel that, if it always feels one-sided, no matter how long you've been friends for, if it's always felt one-sided, then maybe that's not someone that you should necessarily share every single part of your life with. Um, Not for, doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just doesn't mean that I'm, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person, just maybe doesn't mean that, you know, there's someone that you want to let in entirely. Because I also do think that the people that you let in, you have to know that they will always have your best interest in mind, no matter how long you go without speaking, no matter how, me- how much you talk every single day. Because um, I think that's also an indicator. Like sometimes we trust people so easily because we talk to them or see them every single day yeah, all the time. Yeah. And then that ends up kind of biting us in the butt unintentionally you know and it doesn't mean again that they're a bad person but um i think there's just a balance of learning who to trust and how much you can trust them with too well i appreciate you saying that and i would, and <laughs> I, I, I wanted was, to share I, it because i feel like it's it's vulnerable yeah, it's true you yeah. know and I,
1: and I was never upset by it and i think that i again i truly don't leave room in my heart for like hate or dislike and i think a lot of the times What I beat myself up over when it comes to vulnerability and friendships would be that I, not only that I just trust people too easily, but I'm big on relying on people. Mm. It's very hard for me to have a thought and keep it to myself. And I really like my friends and it doesn't mean texting every day. It used to, and now I have long distance college friends and now being a master's student and just finishing that, I learned that it can't be that.
0: Yeah, but, that's that codependency, like, yes, extreme that. like yeah. that's and that's I just how with that I
1: felt too. Yeah. 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 And it's and like, I, I try not to and I don't take it personal because I'm not keeping tabs of like, when did this person get back to me? When did they not? Yeah, I'm more just know that like, I like to communicate. I'm on my phone. I'm in the, the knack of responding. I find the time to but not in a bragging I'm better way. And just realizing that there for, for everyone listening that there are people who are like what I'm describing myself as and those who aren't. And it doesn't mean that they're a good friend or not a good friend. Yeah. It's it's what's going on in their life, how they can deal with what's going on in their life and how much they're willing to spend on virtual communication. A lot of people don't like that. They don't yeah. want to waste their time, you know, like FaceTiming all the time to hear little details. Whereas you can meet up once a month and catch up on everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that also goes in hand to like what you have to give at, a certain point in your life or another because if, especially if your friends were like over I don't know how long we've been friends for like 20 something years this right point. right
1: right like <laughs> that's just weird a, just about but 20 Just yeah, about 20. yeah yeah
0: so it 20 something we're not there yet oh. um almost really almost yeah. <laughs> but obviously like your lives are going to change entirely like when people have shifts in their lives and people move if they you know start a new job if they start college for the same time if they transfer schools things are going to happen and I think vulnerability comes when you are able to know that like your friends are still your friends even though big things have happened in their life because i think vulnerable friends meet each other where they're at empathetically um and they're able to just understand that just because something big is maybe changing or happening it doesn't mean that the friendship is any less secure um so yeah but yeah I also, I just want to ask, you could, also, you could totally say no um, if this hasn't happened, but has there any been an instance where you felt you were vulnerable, or put yourself out there, and you got completely rejected or made fun of? Like, is, has there any been any time in your life where you've felt that? To be honest- With like, friends or anybody? Yeah,
1: I think, like, mostly just by myself like from my own self that mm. I would I would be hard on myself. Like there, yeah. I think that I've built up such a foundation of, and it's hard because sometimes like when you've changed over time especially at such a transformative point in your 20s, it's hard to almost like see the past. You know, I think in middle school and high school, I was so much more sensitive of like how people talk to me or how people treated me. And now I'm at the point really where I'm happy with how I am and what I do and I don't yeah. leave room for some to feel like I got hurt. And sure, like there were people who maybe I liked and I guess it would be like boy-wise mm-hmm. that I've liked before and I haven't received the type of um, treatment or affection or care, all of the above that <laughs> I've that I've wanted, but it doesn't have to do with me and my vulnerability. Again, yeah. I really think, and I this is my like advice and how I urge people to think is be, as confident as you can in who you are and that will change everything about how you let yourself get hurt because i could have said yeah this little thing really really upset me and listen i overthink i get hurt over things easily and i i get that but when you're confident with your being and Mm -hmm. you say what's on your mind and you form those connections you want to form if it doesn't get reciprocated that is them yeah and that's true that's truly how i feel
0: yeah i love that that confidence Changes the ability and or changes the way and how you get hurt. Um, I think those words you, together. The, how about you? Um how you, yeah, so continue yeah. what you were
1: saying and then go
0: ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll share. Um, but I think those words tie together perfectly. I've I've never thought to put them together myself. So that was Thank fabulous. You. I love that. Um, it kind of brings me to this thought that I've had of like, oh, like I am perceived in A million different ways by so many different people all down to like you know like my mom who knew me since i was in her stomach in her womb and you know the person i saw once passing on the street while we both had our hoods on and our airpods in in our ears. um so there's so many different versions of me that exist in people's heads one of them being who i am through this microphone and through your headphones like that's one version of me that you're perceiving me as um but we based on our interactions even like my closest friends who like i see multiple times or talk to you multiple times at the year like i feel like every single time we have an interaction not that i'm a different person but just that i'm just i could be perceived so differently based on how the other person is feeling that day mm-hmm. and that used to freak me out i used to be worried over it being like what if they don't like me but now i just think it's like something so beautiful being like how wonderful is it that we are able to perceive so many different people in our life so many different ways and they're able to do the same for me and I think it just allows for people to be more vulnerable and to you know change as a person as they grow or like show more emotion or like be loud and crazy and silly and yeah, joyful yeah. but also they can be timid and really scared and like there's a place for that as well so I I don't know that remind me having confidence like um changes how you get hurt I just feel like that goes with how um kind of how people perceive us and how we perceive people. And I just, I love the idea that there's a million ways that people can see us. Um, I just think it's so cool. But there definitely has been times where I feel like I was vulnerable and then shut down. But again, that kind of just goes with like how you said internally, how I'm internalizing someone else. Um, Or it's like, let's say you do something like out of the goodness of your own heart one day. And then like two days later, the person is mad at you um, over something unrelated. Mm -hmm, Or mm -hmm. let's say that one day, You know, you had a really good conversation with someone and then the next day they're like totally ignoring you. And it's kind of like, is it one-sided? Is it in my head? What am I? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's just part of life. So I feel like it happens to everybody. Like, I feel like at some point everyone gives up something only to be like, ah, should I have given that much? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I've definitely felt that before, but I agree with you about your confidence affecting how you get hurt and how you let yourself get hurt because that's the other thing too like we can feel hurt but then we can either let it pass through us or we can hold on to it like it's ours to hold forever and I feel like there's only so much hurt that you can hold in your heart before you explode or you fall into a depressive state um so yeah and and with that
1: I think like Yes, you know, I'm, I'm out here saying like, you know, I, I've never really felt like anyone has, my vulnerability has not um, either been reciprocated or that I've gotten, I've let, I've put my guard down and then gotten hurt as a result. But that doesn't mean that life is so perfect. Like that's, I think, genuinely myself, how I saved myself from being like really anxious and really stressed all the time because I myself physically, and you Uh, you've come a long way. Like, I mean, at this point you have your journey of wellness and maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a process to get over, but, um, and, and Emily knows this. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself of like getting so overwhelmed with just like what is going on in life and being so anxious. And there's, And, and sometimes there are people who you wouldn't expect that because maybe thus far listening, you're like, okay, you know, you seem great. You're all confident. No, no one upsets you. You're vulnerable. Like it's not, but like, that's that's the thing when you talk to other people, (laughs) like you don't know, you just, you don't know how they feel. Someone could be super shy. Someone could be super outgoing, really friendly, but that doesn't mean everyone has something going on in their own head that makes them anxious, that makes them stressed, that makes them like scared to face the future. Like that's how I've been feeling for years of like just every day, like I got to get through this day. How can I make this life enjoyable? Because it should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think that just connects to vulnerability because you can be vulnerable and let people understand that about you. And that just deepens the connections. When you're aware of how you are and you verbalize that to others, vocalize that,
0: that only forms deeper connections and more true friendships yes because i think also it reminds like if if you're meeting someone for the first time or you've met someone a couple times per se and you're like trying to see if this friendship is worth specifically friendships just because that's what we're talking about today Mm -hmm. if you're trying to see if it's you know something worth pursuing if you are vibing quote unquote um i think a good rule of thumb is to be vulnerable and you don't have to like spill them all your drama right 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 you know like me well, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I don't I do too, know. But like we also there's social cues, you know what I mean? Like yes, if someone is yes. really giving you the cold shoulder, you're not gonna tell them your deepest darkest secret. For
1: forty five minutes that they're sleeping. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. But I think if there's a chance to be vulnerable, even in small ways, you know, starting to build that trust that you have in friendships, then I think it's worth it to kind of take that chance and see if the other person is willing to meet you there and kind of reciprocate it. Because I think when you're vulnerable, it reminds the other person that they're talking to a human being too. And it's like, yeah. their shame isn't something that is unique to them. Their stories aren't you know totally unique to them. Like somewhere under the sun, that same exact thing has happened or that same person has felt that way. Like it is, none of our feelings are entirely unique to us. Um, That's comforting. I I think it's comforting. Yeah. No, I think it's so comforting because it's like, oh, hey, like, that means that I'm going to get through it. Like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like, my feelings are not forever. They don't have to be my moral compass. I don't have to go in the direction that my feelings want me to go in. But, you know, I think being vulnerable kind of just takes that edge off of like, oh, I have to put up this front. I have to center myself. I have to Mm -hmm. look a certain way to uphold this image of who they want me to be. It's like, no, I can just be me. And if they're willing to meet me where I'm at, as I'm willing to meet them, then that's where the connection is going to actually start to bloom. Because otherwise, I feel like without vulnerability, and again, there's different levels to vulnerability. Like, you know, we talked about that level of trust. Um, but I think when you are vulnerable, then that's where the true connection starts to bloom. And that's where the friendship can kind of take root and grow together for years and years, or just a period of time, or whatever time the friendship is meant to serve your life in.
1: Yeah, and I think like what I'm thinking of right now could be is if I were listening, I I might be thinking like, and I will be listening. But um, <laughs> I love that you said that. If I were listening, I, I would be thinking because I do that I, too. I will, but I will be. listening. Yeah. you know how can I be vulnerable? Like we we have to mm. understand sometimes that people might not realize how to exactly express themselves and how they're feeling, and and then get so lost in like who even am I and like yes. what what where am I even at in my being of what I'm willing to share and the friend I'm trying to be and I just don't know how to like open up and that's I I can't give like the magic answer of how to open up but I think like for people who are more shy or more scared or thinking about their friendships just giving it a small shot in the dark of Mm -hmm. like hey like actually today I I felt kind of anxious like or I have this really big test or I, you know, my parents were fighting or whatever it is like that you're, that's going on in your life. That's taking up your mental space. Just giving it a a shot to tell somebody and they will feel so honored and it will feel so special that you're willing to even tell them about something because not life isn't always perfect. And vulnerability comes from just truly embracing the fact that you can talk about how what's actually going on and yeah. give someone a chance. If they don't reciprocate it, that's fine. You don't have to be, you don't want to have a million friends. Mm. That's not the goal. Yeah. But to, to give it a try and see yeah. how people react.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I think that's how you start to build that trust too by like starting really mm-hmm. small. By just when someone right off the bat says, Hey, how are you? You actually tell them how you are. Yes. Um, because then it sparks for conversation. Even if that conversation can't happen immediately, if the other person's like, I'm really sorry to hear that. Like, can we talk about that later? Or I'm so happy for you. Like, I want to congratulate you. Like, let me give you a hug in person. Like, yes. just seeing the other person's reaction to what you have to say, I think shows how vulnerable you can be. And vulnerability isn't like this big dramatic thing. It's right, just... Right you gen yeah it's just genuinely being yourself yeah. and allowing like you know if you're really animated like use your arms in a conversation or if you're yeah, well, <laughs> here i, I am, right am with my hands yeah or like <laughs> my cheeks are bright red right now because i'm just i don't know we're talking about <laughs> so but like i'm I, sweating i'm always sweating yeah but like you know <laughs> what i mean just like allowing yourself to just exist as a human being and not shying away from your humanness like i love that we are humans with brains wired for connection i think it's amazing and i think when you really tap into that and you understand like who you are and who you're wired to be it reminds other people that like we're not just robots walking on earth you know just surviving to get to the next point yeah yeah
1: yeah i guess i i could speak on really quickly like i this is kind of a um a huge point in my life being vulnerable being a student teacher, I'm not gonna go on for it for too long, but maybe if there's anyone who's a teacher or trying a new job, this is just mm-hmm. a relatable concept. I, you know, went into a school, a new place with teenagers who mm-hmm. did don't know me. And you have to be very vulnerable to be like, I need them to learn. I need to form these connections with them. Mm-hmm. You will get blank stares. You will not always, you know, know that they love you or that they're learning so much, their things are going well but this idea bleeds into any job or any new opportunity or any new place where you're going to find yourself at some point in your life around new people of a variety of ages, maybe they're teenagers, maybe they're in their forties, fifties, it doesn't matter. I also find myself with other adults who are in their forties and fifties, but really just being like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And I can't always expect in every single situation it to be immediately recognized that that they yeah and validated yes in one-on-one friendships you want that validation but sometimes like for different points in your life just be unapologetically who you are and let that shine and you would be so surprised like to find out I've been told little comments here and there I love the way that you talk I like the way that you teach yeah I get what you're saying I relate to you we all get where you're coming from and I would never think that yeah. But you just have to put your all out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Gunnar also a teacher, so he will share the same thing sometimes. Like, you know, it's just, it's frustrating, like putting yourself out there and like giving your lesson and all and really being passionate about something and then not receiving any like, is anyone in there? Like, hello. Right. Um, And I think that goes also if you're someone who's very creative in any form, like because teacher teaching is an art, right? right? You have right. to. You have to take what's in your brain and turn it into something, mm-hmm. and or what's in your heart, um, and I think that comes with anything. I mean, even with this podcast, sometimes I really struggle of like, oh, like, <laughs> like I'm not, I am not like kind of gauging how my listeners are liking things. Like, am I? On-? You're putting it
1: out there, and you're yeah, way. you're just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah.
0: But I think that is also something that just proves to other people that they can be vulnerable too. when you're doing something without receiving external validation and you're just doing it for the pure sense of enjoyment because you want to because it's something you feel is worth sharing um so i think with anything with any form of something that with any creative outlet that you have with any conversation that you have Mm -hmm. because that's also creative it's in your brain or your heart comes out of your mouth you're creating words sentences phrases stories um I think there's always going to be that risk for not having that validation. But it's like, can you validate yourself when you don't get that validation? Yes. And for yes. me, this is where my faith comes in because I'm like, okay, like I'm not living to please man. Like I'm living like as a being created by God. So I'm living to please God. Like that's how I roll. So I'm like, what does my creator say about me? I go back to my scriptures. I mm-hmm. speak things over, like there's <laughs> stuff on the wall and yeah, like yeah, just little yeah. reminders of like, this is what my God says about me and that's what I have to roll with because if I'm constantly living in this void of I'm putting something out and I'm not getting it back, then what the heck am I even doing it for? Because I think when you put something out in expectation that you're going to receive something back, that's where it gets kind of dangerous because you're not always going to get that back. Or if you do get it back, it might not be in, in the way that you wanted it to and then you're still running the risk of getting hurt because you're putting all of your worth in something external. So I don't Yeah, know. and I
1: think that's great that you, that you have that outlet. And, and it really just comes down to being okay, like you said, with not necessarily receiving validation. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own story, their own struggles, their own thoughts. And sometimes you have to just put yourself out there and accept the fact that, one, maybe not everyone will like you. Yeah. Or maybe not everyone will think you're super funny. Mm-hmm. And that's not our point of living. Our point of living, to me at least, is to be a good person, treat others well, have them know that I am there for you. I am a good mm-hmm. friend. I will answer anytime. I will drive to see you. I will do whatever, which can cause people pleasing and, you know, lead to a spiral. But but you, you'll know, like, yeah, at it, what point. Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll know, like, if I'm doing
0: this to please someone or if I'm doing this because, like, I genuinely, out of the goodness yes, of my Yes, I heart care time. about
1: them and they'll reciprocate yeah. it. And I know that they're really there for me. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just think you don't always need to seek it from other people. And yeah. that teaching example is a way of of just life and realizing that what do I expect? Like we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. For any job, for any point in life, you weren't necessarily maybe sitting in high school doing backflips, you know, <laughs> so excited about what was going on because that's school that is what's expected but what you can know is that i have them know that i really want them to succeed i really care about them i'm really passionate about them i love them and i look forward every day to seeing them and it's okay i'm not gonna have that always returned but i don't need that returned
0: yeah yeah and i think that also kind of goes back to like where i say with the podcast too like i always craft things with like the younger hurting version of me in mind? Like, what would I tell her? Because mm-hmm. somewhere out there, like we said before, like someone is gonna be experiencing or can relate in in some way. Um, so just like with school, it's like, you know, like what did I need when I was 16, 17, 18 years old? And how can I be that for them today yes, in small yes, ways? Yes. Um, and I think that it just goes back to like the golden rule that we learned in, at five years old, treat others how you wanna be treated. Um, because I do believe it does come back to you, not in like a validation way, but just in like, this is what I'm putting out, so this is what I'm giving and also what I'm open to receive. like. In a spiritual, energetic type way, like if I'm only focused, or if I'm only putting out the bare minimum, just you know, as a safety, like trying mm-hmm, to just getting by, yeah, just yeah. just doing it, just whatever. Like, oh, I'll I'll have this friendship, but like I'm not really going to get into things because I don't trust people. I have really bad trust issues. Yes, like, I hear that all the time
1: with people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then I think that's what you're going to get back, just because that's what your that's where your focus is. That's all you can receive because that's what your mind is resorting to twenty four seven. That's, that's an excellent
1: point. People really will match your energy very quickly. You know, if you, if you, someone I've experienced this firsthand where I spoke to somebody and they said, you know, I really don't like opening up to people. It takes a a long time. It's really hard for me. And then I didn't really say anything. I'm just like, yep, I understand. It definitely could be hard. Talked about myself, was willing to listen to them. And then I found like, it, it almost like brought tears to my eyes that they were so willing to Yeah. To open up to me in return because you really do mirror what you're surrounded by. And it happens subconsciously. If you're with a friend and you're telling them and you're open and they're listening, they they will do it back. Yeah. It's just, and that's that's human nature. Mm -hmm. You you get what you give. I really, I really do think that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um let's see. Mm, Another thing I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um I think this kind of goes in part to you get what you give is okay. kind of not really. I don't know. You tell me. We'll connect it. I always connect <laughs> everything. Finally. So it's kind of talking about the, import- the importance of feeling your feelings, um, even if you're not going to like own them forever. Like even if you want to let them pass through you, like still feeling them and not shoving them down or not just like being numb to them. Um, but how do you admit and own your story to yourself? Because I think that's the first part of vulnerability of like being okay with, the human stuff, the the good and the bad, the great and the ugly that's going on in your life so that then you feel okay sharing it with someone else um, on all spectrums. Did that make sense? Think, Was yeah, that a no, question? I think, no, I'm listening and <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm following. I think really it's just like, uh, I know, I know that I'm my own worst enemy and I know that I have these issues about stress and anxiety and analyzing and people pleasing and structure and borderline like and ocd and 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 i think a lot of it just really has to do with letting not telling yourself that these things are are you permanently and that they're so serious Mm -hmm. and realizing like okay i can be vulnerable with somebody about these issues but the more you talk to yourself and and say that's how you are yeah the more that it will become you and i don't know if this exactly answers what you're saying, but that's something I'm really working towards is I would always say, Alana, you're so anxious. Oh my gosh. Like you're so on edge all the time, like whatever. And I would kind of find comfort in like telling people about it and not directly that I'm anxious, but just my ang- anxiety ridden tendencies. Mm-hmm. And that's almost creating a bad cycle too. You yeah. really have to just, whatever is good and whatever you're happy with, try to remind yourself that the bad feelings aren't permanent. The good feelings aren't permanent either, but you're allowed to express both sides without overly internalizing the bad. It's really hard. I don't know how you feel on
0: that. Yeah, that... Yeah, there's... So there's definitely... I think like, I feel like there has to be room for both because there's been times where I'd be like, I'm having so much anxiety right now. Like my chest feels like I can't even breathe. Mm-hmm. My head is about to explode. My thoughts are overtaking me. I can't even think straight. I can't even look at the person I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Like, and this usually like, well, the only times that has actually happened, like when I was face to face with someone was like when I was on FaceTime with Gunnar. So I like, but still like I would, and he would be able to tell you like, I sometimes like just so badly. I'm like. I'm not here right now and Mm -hmm. I don't suffer. I'm not like diagnosed with anxiety or generalized anxiety disorder or anything like that. But I think it's still a feeling that we all get. So it's like, you know, and my thing is if I were to not say, hey, this is what's going on inside of me right now, then I would just try to brush past it and become numb to it. And I wouldn't know exactly how to handle it
1: interesting gunner being someone
0: that i am vulnerable with and can trust i know that he's able to kind of root me back in reality and be like let's do these things and you're gonna be fine um so i feel like sometimes verbalizing it can be helpful but at the same time i've caught myself doing the same thing like i'm really anxious i woke up feeling sick i feel like i'm like out of control right now Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. continuously speaking that over your life you're affirming that for you you're coming in alignment with that yes with that sentence and it's becoming a truth whether it is true or not or whether you want it to be true or not it's something that you're coming into agreement with and you're saying we are now conjoined and i can't let go until i choose to let go um So I think it's, like, a little bit of, like, a tango that you got to play with your words of, like, I I feel safe to share this emotion with somebody, but it doesn't mean that it's mine and I'm not going to, like, because I think also when I use words like this now, instead of saying, I'm so anxious, I would say, I'm feeling really anxious. I'm going to try this to help myself. Yeah, Do you have any that. suggestions? you really good at that. Um, just because otherwise I think you can get yourself in this loophole of like, I'm so anxious. I did something wrong. No one likes me. And then you keep going those I, 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 I statements. And then you end up at the bottom of the pit and you're like, how the heck did I get here? I didn't even want to get here. What I was originally worried about. I don't even remember what it was. Um,
1: Yeah, and time, like, really does heal all. Like, recently Mm. being diagnosed with anxiety, with OCD, I always knew that. I always, like, felt that way about myself. But I really, like, you have to be there for yourself. You can go through therapy like I do now. Like, you can take medicine. Whatever it is, you can talk to your friends. But you are the person that you have to deal with at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think just really always trying to see the good – in every situation and analyzing it is so helpful to me. Yeah. When I'm anxious about something, I really have to think, like, okay, like, just because I'm diagnosed with this does not mean, like, that when oh, I talk to people, this sentence. is me, this is, this is like, makes me so different. Everyone knows it, it stands out, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, I'm never gonna change. Instead, mm. I think, like, what's making me anxious right now? won't make me anxious in about 15 minutes because for me, I'm in a kind of constant state. I don't really have, I don't have spurts like ever. I don't really get into like intense moments. It's kind of just, I'm always a little bit on edge. Mm -hmm. And I think like realizing you are, you are the one who has to calm yourself down. You are the one that has to relax and tell yours and like learn how to cope. And that's, I mean, I guess this is, yeah. this is getting off track, but, like, it's something no, that's... No, it, it floats. It's all good. <laughs> it has to do with, you know, be it, it is vulnerability knowing that you have these thoughts, these yeah. issues, these problems, whether it's diagnosed or not, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, And letting yourself accept them and talk about them within yourself. That's the number one most vulnerable you can be.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think also when you allow yourself to, like, embrace all that you are, like flaws yes, and all because we yes. all have flaws we're all going to that's that that's how it is like we can we can accept accept that truth um when you allow yourself to accept it it will show in your conversations not in a what was me like i have all these labels on me type of way but just in like i'm accepting who i am and like i want to accept you as you are um yes and it just goes back to like allowing the other person that's on the other side of the conversation that you're having with them or standing up in front of the classroom, like, hey, I'm a human being too. And like, it's okay to be a human being. Um, I had a thought and it slipped my mind.
1: Well, I don't know if I'm gonna prompt it, but I was Go just ahead. gonna say just about being real and being genuine truly gets noticed. Like yeah. that that is one of the number one things of vulnerability and letting you se- yourself feel how you feel. If you are, again, unapologetically un-apolog- you, it's a little bit corny, but it's true. Like people will notice if you're just like, this is me. Yeah. I'm happy with it. This is my feelings. But listen, being someone who's going through X, Y, and Z and feeling really anxious, I'm here for you. I get it. I know this is how it is. Let me try to help you in return. Like, Let yourself feel how you feel. Work through it yourself first, but it will shine through. Everyone has something that will shine through and it will only strengthen your connections more.
0: Yeah. That did actually prompt what I was going to say. So thanks. Um, But so in doing that, in being yourself fully like allowing other people to see through you it's we have to remember that it's a choice that we make it's not going to be something that you know comes automatically or something that we're going to always default to i mean now i feel like that's our default but right. maybe not always like not it wasn't always my story for me um but being yourself will always end up in you being joyful because that's how you were created that was who you're made to be And if you're shying away from that, you're only shying away from yourself. So you can do all the things that you wanna do. You can, or let me rephrase. You can say you're gonna do all the things. Other people can give you all the advice in the world. You can, you know, make a list of all the ways that you're gonna be yourself and put yourself out there. But if you're not making the choice to actually do those things, then you're keeping yourself from being yourself. So like, example again like you know how i was saying that um about like the external validation thing like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a choice i have to make like every day like i'm not going to let other people's opinions define who i am like because yeah. even like with my faith like the faith is a choice that i make that i that mm-hmm, i have mm-hmm. um it's something that's grown to be really strong but like it's on a values, day to day it's your values yes on a day to day basis like you have to make the choice of how you want to show up no one can make that choice for you it is you yourself and and you when you go to bed and wake up in the morning like mm-hmm, you're the only mm-hmm, one inside mm-hmm. your mind 100 of the time so you got to make the choice to say this is what i'm going to live in today and this is what i'm going to live out so yeah i think when you recognize that you have a choice to be yourself and to put yourself out there fully then it almost becomes easier to be more vulnerable because you're like oh it's just a choice i can make like yeah, yeah
1: that's true and i don't know i mean i don't know if we're kind of running out of time but i i have this it could be a final remark or it could segue towards whatever but um i think really the biggest thing in being confident and being vulnerable and being able to be you is you mentioned this briefly before we didn't touch upon it much about having social cues Mm. i feel really confident in my social cue ability and i think I urge everyone to explore ways to be comfortable with having social cues because that's something a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. They do not know how to read the room, know when to talk, when not to talk. This isn't at anyone. This is just a genuine thing I've heard from people. They yeah. struggle. They Especially being how.
0: a teacher, I feel like you probably see it all the
1: time. Yeah, people, you know, and they get very embarrassed and shut down and don't yeah. own it. And they, they, they keep, or you keep talking when you shouldn't, or you don't, you know, just general cues of how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I think once you realize, like, I know when, to stop talking when someone's kind of fading out in their interest or i know when to listen mm-hmm. or i know when to i'm in a big group like when should i chime in yeah. what should i say how are other people going to feel being socially aware equals so obviously is social cues yeah. you're in a big group and you're talking to people and you see somebody you know look down or you think maybe something you said doesn't resonate with them or it's borderline hurtful that is the number way number one way to just fall down a a hole of of feeling like you're a terrible person or Mm -hmm. all these things are going wrong. I really try to sit, whether I'm the one talking or not, how do these people feel? What's their value system? And what can I say that can... Not offend them. And it sounds so obvious, yeah, but it's 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 not. People struggle yeah. with that a lot, and that's the number one way to say I'm not going to be vulnerable. I said this, and now I shut down. Yeah, got shut down. well, yeah. I
0: think the uh, like vulnerability is also like being vocal in your like all types of communications. Like if something like that were to happen, where like you're unsure, like ask the person straight up then and there, or if it's not appropriate at like a later time, but yeah. promptly, like, hey, this is how I felt. Is this how I made you feel? If the other person says no. Cool, you have nothing to worry about. But if they do say, then you're like, "I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. Like, whatever. You're owning it. Yeah, Yeah. and you're able, and it makes everyone else more comfortable, including yourself, because then you're not chasing yourself down a rabbit hole. Oh my gosh, did they hate me now? Like, did I say something wrong? Oh, I shouldn't think about it anymore. Like, it's over. It's somewhat. Then you're not, you know, beating yourself down over it, and you're just okay with like being upfront and being like, "Oh, what went on today? Like, it was everything cool. Um. So yeah. So I like that about you know, reading the room and having... And I, that also, I think, comes with time. Definitely yeah. with time. And I think college also has really taught... Because in high school, you know, you just... You sit, you listen to the teacher, like, you get up, go to classes, like, change, whatever. But I feel like in college, if anyone is in college, like, you're learning social cues because I feel like you have to know how to navigate very different types of social settings. Yes, um, of different types of people, yes, different settings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even the way, like, just different professors run their run their classes like it it varies so I feel like I wouldn't yeah yeah that's good (laughs) all right let's go let's get into the two questions that I ask everybody okay um okay one thing you wish and this could pertain to vulnerability or not it can be anything Anything. goes all right I'm ready um one thing you wish you could tell your younger self and how that insight would have helped you
1: it's something really that I'm still struggling with which I think is a it's reflective of me but it, it helps me realize that just like time passes and that things aren't as serious as you made it out to be. Mm. I am still learning this and I'm still working through it, but like high school, don't miss a day of school. Don't miss an assignment. You have to get good grades. You have to have all these friends. You can't disappoint anybody. You know, Just being less hard on yourself changes the way that you are and something that I'm still trying to work on. I'm like, things will work out. It's okay if they don't. You're still a human. Your next point in life will come. Yeah. Do you have yours? Is, that, is it supposed to be a two sided?
0: No, not two sided. It's okay. this is all about you. Girl. Okay, okay, fine. But yeah, at the okay. same, but I I wanted to say something that I'm working on right now is like, and I think it is kind of articulates this what you were saying yeah. was like not making things bigger than they need to be. Yeah. Because I, like I said, like the internalizing external, you know, opinions, like that's a I feel like an no, for me it's been lifelong. I have a feeling it's gonna be lifelong. I think that's just who I am. Hard. Yeah. Um, or you know maybe something I'll really spark my knowledge along the way and I'll it'll be gone forever. But for right now like something I have to remind myself is like this thing is just like a little speck in my story. Yep. Like I it's it's not going to be this way forever. I don't have to blow it up out of proportion. Again, the only one choosing to blow it up is me. Like so yeah. So I love that. Um Thank you. Yeah. Time passes and and yeah. Um okay. Definitely. And last but not least, where your motivation comes from to live life uncensored. So essentially just staying unapologetically true to yourself and living to your fullest potential. It comes from
1: how I know that I am being, how I know that I am really Moments like that, okay, this is difficult to word, but I know exactly what I'm trying to say. Mm. Exactly how we are right now, where you said all those really kind things and you felt that way about our friendship and I feel this the same way in turn. It's not that I'm looking for external validation, but I feel comfortable being myself because when I hang out with people, or it's usually actually when I hang out with other people, being extroverted and working on my internal problems, i feel so full and satisfied and happy because i know that me being myself leads to other people being themselves in turn and i have such great friendships that i value and all the connections i think back on little things people said Mm -hmm. and in in a good way a lot of the times it's just like this is me and this went really well and they really like who I am. And it's, and not because I'm trying to force them to, because I genuinely feel like that conversation. I always feel that way hanging out with you. And I always feel that way when I hang out with my close friends of just like, I was me, they acted like themselves too. And we just had such a nice time and conversation and it wasn't surface level. Mm -hmm. Because if you try to shut yourself down and not live, you know, try to censor yourself, you're going to have surface level conversations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the cool thing too, is like, when you, you know, live like that, just like truly putting yourself out there and like knowing that the other person, because you and I were very, very similar in some ways, but yeah. we're also very different in some. Yeah. And I think that is like the most beautiful thing because it's the people that you kind of, not least expect that you would, you know, but it's like, did I know in kindergarten that we'd be friends for right, this many right, years? Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what was going on in five-year-old me head, but. But still, like, it's, hard. it's, it's yeah. hard to know. Um yeah. And I think it's like, if um oh my gosh, thought, Emily, where did it go? But yeah, I think it's just like <laughs> it's not there, but we're gonna pretend no, that it is. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like. Give, I already know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's just. I think it's just really cool to have connections with people who, you know, on Instagram maybe they wouldn't, you wouldn't put two and two together as roommates off a uh, yes, Facebook post, yes, but yes. actually end up having a really pure, honest, intentional friendship. Opposites attract. That's what they say. And not that we're
1: <laughs> super opposite, but it's true. No. You know, if you have yeah. too much in common or yeah. everything overlaps, like there's only so so much where you can handle it. We all are unique for a reason. You need to yeah. meet yeah. all these no, different people. No, the diversity people. is important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So I love that. And I agree with you. I think it's so worth it when you put yourself out there. And I don't think words of affirmation is like seeking validation. I think it's just a love language. And we all receive love in different ways. And yeah. for some people words like gunner he is a words of affirmation person yeah. like and it's okay to be like oh that really meant a lot to me like i appreciate and that's that sweet that's life yeah don't you want to hear it you're letting people know how they feel valued and don't we all want to make people feel like they're valued and important um yeah because then i feel like the other people will be like oh you think i'm valued and important like i want to show you that you're valued and important too and so, i guess this is actually one of
1: my final remarks that That's something I really struggled with. Mm. I did not give affirmation, compliments. Um, I loved people in my head and I wasn't able to verbalize it. And this Mm. is kind of like, honestly, a a note to people that take the time to to reflect right now and say, you know i have a lot of love in my heart but do i let people know that i have that love yeah. because i never did until one of my best friends from college was like you don't she kind of told me straight up like you don't really show <laughs> That's a it. good friend and now yeah. now it's translated into me being a gift giver me telling people how much i love them and like that that can be hard yeah vulnerability towards expressing how you feel about other people to their face is really hard yeah but it's always appreciated so much so i encourage everyone to tell someone they love them
0: yeah i love that that is a beautiful note to end on i was gonna say something and now i'm like i'm not well i'll say it and then we can still end up um but that i was kind of thinking the same thing because i kind of not no, I don't think anyone withholds love, but I think it's just another form of vulnerability. Like, and, you know, so my thing over the, this year, especially I worked on my gift giving cause I love to be creative. I love to make cards for people like that. I just, I love stickers. And I she's love- the best one. she gave me <laughs> such a cute bracelet. <laughs> um, so I worked on that this year. I sent out a bunch of cards, I handmade them. Like it was just, and it was so fun for me. And then like, I would send it in the mail it would slip my mind and be like, oh, I put it in the mail whatever. I would get texts. People would send me paragraphs how yes, much it meant to them, and I'm yes. like, oh, like to me it was just a card, but and but I love it was you a so long like way. yeah. So it it's yeah. it's like you know it's chill for me to do because I love the person. And I I'm just I'm just loving on them like I want to, but it means so much, and I know that stands true in my life. You just said it stands true in yours. Yes. Um. So I love that. Tell someone that you love them today. Small gifts. Don't, you know, I've been asked even by like students, oh, what what can I get you? A card.
1: Seriously, <laughs> cards go so far. When you have the words of affirmation, do a small act for yeah. somebody and they will really, really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just popped my knuckles on camera, but that was beautiful. Tell someone you love them today. Also tell yourself that you love yourself yes, today because yes, yes, yes. again, like- what, You need it. Yeah, exactly. What's in you is going to come out of you. So, so you, you need it. Um, love it that's it thanks a lot for having us for joining us thank you for having us. we're so happy to have you um and i can't wait for everyone to hear this conversation so if you're listening right now thank you so so much for tuning in if you would like to take the time to write and review this podcast as well as follow or subscribe depending on whatever platform you're listening on um it would mean the world to me i really value your reviews um but until next week i wish you all the joy in the world xoxo (laughs) With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more faith-based self-love content and updates about The Uncensored Self. I love the encouraging community we have on social media and I especially love chatting with my listeners. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at the uncensored self at gmail.com. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at T U S pod. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. Jesus loves you. XOXO Emily